difficult, 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 crazy. difficult, 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 Normally, we record together in the same room in New York City. Right. But where are we now? Well, I'm in New York City, for better or worse. Oh, my God. Um, Where are you, Marie? I'm home uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, And I'm constantly worrying about you, Katie. And so are my parents. And so so, am I. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's getting a little bit real over here. But that's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You hanging in there or what's? I'm just I'm inside. Just uh-huh. stand inside. I mean, so can I just say, anything. you look, guys, you don't know this, but we are, we're able to um, podcast through this awesome thing called Squadcast. So I'm looking at Katie while we record this. I hope it sounds good for you because yeah. we, we're not going to stop doing the pod. The people need it more than ever. So we're here for you. Totally. Um, but I have to say, you, your skin looks amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel great. The one thing you can't see is I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah no pants. I haven't worn underwear. Uh, you don't have to. Oh, you totally cut out. Can you hear me? Oh, now you're back. Okay, I'm back. I had to. Um, I, diddling your diddling your knob. I was diddling. <laughs> Got to keep your knob up. I can't diddle that too down. <laughs> well, so my circumstance, March 12th, I was looking, March 12th, I flew down to, to Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina to help babysit my my twin nephews. I was so excited. And then that night, that was when uh, all the airlines said, do not travel unless it's an emergency. I started feeling kind of sick. So I was starting to get nervous that maybe I had something and that I'd be it to people. So I hopped in a car um, and drove to Nashville with my mom screaming at me, come home, come, come, come home, come home. So I've been here now with my parents for a week. <laughs> and, and it's, it's counting. Actually, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have no idea. But luckily, my roommate is up in my apartment taking care of Olive. I've gotten a lot of messages of like, oh, my God, where's Olive? <laughs> yeah, that's very nice. So that's good. So anyway, but we're, we're still doing it. We're hanging in there. Yeah, thank God, goodness we um, have the Internet. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, And that's kind of uh, what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into that, Mm -hmm. I was asking Marie, do you think people are still buying dildos? (laughs) I think more than ever. Getting your butt butt plugged. (laughs) You get it. (laughs) Didn't Mike Huckabee talk about something about corn and, and in his butthole? Didn't you read his tweet? No, but that sounds great. Oh, it's so good. I'm glad he's like losing it too. Yeah. Anyway, he's yeah. His tweet read something about putting corn in his butt. I'll find it and read it for everyone at the oh, end. Please do. Um, yeah. So listen, if you if you're still needing some uh, caressing, even if there's no one there to do it, you can check this out. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. 
Okay, Mike Huckabee tweeted, those of us from rural South know how to handle toilet paper shortage. Eat more corn on the cob. The corn isn't important, but the cobs are free and work great. Just don't flush them. You're welcome. Is that really a thing people do in the South, Marie? Can you tell me? (laughs) You can tell me. You know, I have to be honest. I've been wiping my butt with a cob ever since I was born. <laughs> I got a new. I, I was wondering what the corn cobs were piled up in your mom's bathroom. No, I was kidding. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> Isn't that wild though that that um, Governor Mike Huckabee tweeted about? That's not his first quote unquote funny tweet. I think he thinks he's like hilarious. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, good for him. Right. Yes. Anyway. Well, so we thought. You know, we're going to keep the pod going, even though we're in separate cities for now. And we have no idea how long that might last. Um, But we wanted for our episode to remain positive about this coronavirus. Right. I mean, here's the thing. Y'all can find bad news if you want to find it. It is everywhere. (laughs) Like, it is very easy to find bad news. Uh, But that is not going to keep us sane. And you should read the news a little bit and kind of know what's going on. But you also don't have to drive yourself nutso. Um, And I've been trying to stay super optimistic about the long long game here. Because I Mm -hmm. think that there's a lot of really great things that can come out of this in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, things are going to get a little rough before they get better. But um, I don't know. And as I've been sort of pondering... In my free time, lots of free time, uh, I've thought of a lot of things. But what do you, what were some things that you thought about or found or pondered? Well, I think the biggest silver lining that I'm personally experiencing um, is just how much I'm connecting with people online, and just mm-hmm. just the amount of uh, connection, human connection that we're still able to have to have thanks to the internet. And I was reading how. You know, the trolling is down this week. We experienced so many trolls thanks to the Internet. But I feel like there's so much positivity going out and and seeing, you know, have before this, how many Zoom calls had you honestly made? Zero. I didn't know that the Zoom was a thing. <laughs> now I'm Zooming like Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. I'm Zooming yeah, everywhere. it's so fun. I mean, I've been doing cocktail hours with girlfriends. Um, I've been almost every night I've been chatting with our good friend Julia on Instagram and we do stupid little filters. And um, But I've been, I, I read that, you know, this is how the Internet, we should have been using the Internet this way forever. Totally. Um, and it's just been really beautiful i think yeah and i've been like actually very busy (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i haven't left my house and i've been incredibly busy because of all the zoom things so i've had like friend friend meetups and stuff but also like work type things where you can have your work meetings and that's one of the things actually that i wanted to talk about today that um is i think gonna be a good positive change but it's gonna be a change so i think that one thing we have to kind of wrap our minds around a little bit and i think what really can scare people about all this is that um things are never going to be the same again. We're not going to be able to go back to the same exact world that we were living in before. And that when I when I say that, sometimes people start to panic a little bit because people just want the familiar and they want things to go back to normal. But but really, there's so many good things that can come out of this. Um, one of which is that a lot of people are learning that they can work from home. Not everybody. I can't. You know, I can only do a little bit of stuff from home. Um, certainly, service industry people who are suffering now because uh, we don't have jobs. <laughs> um, yep, fired on Monday. All right, yep, totally. I have nothing coming in, but it's fine. Uh, it's gonna be fine. Uh, <laughs> but more importantly, like people are realizing that a lot of jobs. 
can be done from home more than they ever realized, which means that like if people can start working from home more, they have more family time. Right. And I know some parents are totally losing their minds because they're just like with their kids 24 seven right now. But once kids are going back to school and things, um, all that commuting time and stuff can be totally eliminated. So that's another really good thing about this. People are like really spending a lot more time with their families. These kids that like never saw their parents are getting to see them a lot. (laughs) Right. And yeah, I was reading this mother was talking about how, you know, raising her children as a, you know, working full time, both parents working full time, they've, it's just been so busy ever since they started having children. And then now that the kids are, you know, early, you know, 10, 11, they're taking them to soccer practice and to ballet and, to, you know, and, and now they're finally able to just sit and chill and be a family. Yeah. You know, I think it goes both ways. My mom and I were talking about this this morning for some families, it's a really amazing, beautiful thing because you're able to sit with your children and, you know, just be a family. But then can you imagine that family that is in uh, New York in a tiny apartment, like it's hard, my good yeah. friends um, who have a one-year-old? Well, I, have, and, I have a good friend who has two, a three-year-old and a seven-year-old right. and her husband. In a tiny apartment a in Brooklyn. Apartment in Brooklyn. It's, t- it's like as big as my apartment. Right. There's a million. So it is hard and challenging. Also, though, the point is not that we should be living our lives in quarantine for the rest of our lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that if we're learning how to be spending more time with our families, that's a good lesson to take with you after this right. is over. And it's just, I think more importantly, is just slowing down. Yeah, for sure. I think that that is so important. And why are we so rushed to be doing all these activities? And I think finding your priorities and and just, I mean, I personally, I I have not, when I come home to Nashville, usually it's for over Christmas or for a birthday party or something, but I'm always very eager to spend time with my parents, but then I rush off and go see friends or go see music or, but I am here and, and it's been very special. And I've never talked about this before on the podcast, but my dad has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and he was diagnosed several years ago. So we're in a different stage of it at this point. And I feel very lucky um, to be here for my mom and, and for my dad. Your dad. Yeah, that's um, and so it, that's a little silver lining that like, yes, we're all driving each other crazy <laughs> a little bit, but it's I'm just so happy that I can be here and and really just be and, you know, kind of assess the situation yeah. because living in New York and living a busy life, um, you know, I think that I haven't really been able to see what's up. So I'm totally. Yeah, and I think you're not alone with that. No, oh. not at all. Um, the other thing is that uh, this slowing down for a lot of people, the first thing they're going to be feeling is a lot of boredom. <laughs> and I know I've already seen people posting like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. <laughs> but remember, we used to be bored as kids. There was times where like you spend time being bored. Being bored is good. Mm. It's good for your brain to have like some rest. It gives you more creativity. You're not just like flooding yourself with, you know, like try, p- try to put your phone down a little bit more. And mm-hmm. I think people are because it's just like all there is to entertain them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's going to be so much creative stuff coming out of this and not just like with the artistic community and creative community in that sense, it's more traditionally creative. But I think like just the innovation that's going to come out of this mm. experience is going to be amazing, just right. really, really amazing. And a lot of people that are worried about having lost their jobs or losing their jobs, there's going to be new kinds of jobs that come out of this. Right. I think that we just have to keep reminding ourselves when people get upset about like the coal industry dying and they're like, I lost my job. I lost my job. 
they're thinking about the wrong things. They're holding on to this old way of doing things. We have to move forward and we have to, you know, this, if, if anything, this whole catastrophe has shown that we can't keep holding on to the old ways of doing things because they're not working. Right. Well, it's also really exciting because people are staying home and and working from home. I was reading that we're just learning so much that travel isn't necessary. And so as far as um, an environment we can get to, you know, because that is such a huge component of this and how it's it's doing great now. But especially for not traveling as much, I was reading that we're going to learn that, you know, as far as like colleges and things, you can actually, you, we, there, maybe there'll be a more online universities or right. um, there's going to be less traffic on roads. And so there's, yeah. and, and, and as far as real estate goes, do we need to be building bigger, 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 better cities or focus more on the smaller cities? Yeah. And having more space and more, you know, so you don't have to crowd us all together in one place because we don't we can work remotely and we don't have to be in the city to be active and participating in the economy. Um, The other thing I was going to say is I watched um, whether or not you're a fan of hers. I thought she made a good point. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had a, a live stream through Instagram the other day and I was watching some of that. And she made she just put this so well. And I was so thrilled to have it put in my brain in this way, because it's something I've been thinking about, but I didn't know how to like say it perfectly. She was like talking about how we're, this is such a disaster. This whole thing has been handled so poorly by our government and like thing, you know, you guys maybe don't feel it yet because it hasn't hit you, but in New York city, we are feeling it more and they're not cracking down enough on people. People are still wandering around too much and seeing friends. And like, this is going to be the thing that makes us last too long and all that blah, 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 negative stuff. But uh, AOC was saying that, um, you know, what we have to remember is that all of these services that are failing us right now, like the health care system and uh, people getting like fired from their jobs because, you know, companies are not taking care of their employees the way they should. And the teachers, you know, being laid off, all these things, whatever's going on like that. She's like, all of these things have been falling apart in slow mo for mm. a very long time. It's not new mm-hmm. that this isn't working. She's like, this hasn't been working for a really long time. And the only thing that this virus has done is it has accelerated mm-hmm. the the falling apart part of it, mm-hmm. which is a good thing because the faster it falls apart, the faster, we, the sooner we can see that we need to do something differently than the way we've been doing it. And I thought that that was like, that makes me, I know that scares a lot of people because they're like, oh my God, but it's falling apart. It makes me really excited. Mm-hmm. I actually legitimately feel excited about our future because we can't do something new until the old is gone, you know, until we tear it down so we can rebuild. And I think a lot of, one thing that I think is a really positive thing is I think more and more people that are afraid of quote unquote socialism are seeing how socialism, quote unquote, mm. is just common sense for communities. You know, it's just about taking care of the people in your community. And we've been living com- capitalism, especially in, in the, the Republicans generally, even like the just the fiscally conservative Republicans tend to be much more of a mindset of like rugged individualism where everyone can take care of themselves, less government. People should be able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and do things on their own. And what we're learning from all this is that even the people that want to do things on their own are still reliant on the health and well-being of other people in the society. Mm. You can't get through this pandemic mm-hmm. if everybody's sick all the time. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, if you don't take care of your weakest link, then you're going to suffer in the long run too. And that's a good lesson to learn. Right. And I think another really good lesson to learn is that we need government. And and mm-hmm. I think that, I don't know, it in my lifetime, I can't really think of 
a time where I have needed the government's help. We need leadership. And I think that this has really shown a light on our failing government. And we've known it as liberals this whole time. We've seen it. But I think that I'm hearing more and more that, you know, not that my parents have a ton of friends who are Trump supporters, but they do see them on Facebook occasionally. And my mom has said that some people are starting to really see very clearly right. how much this this our how much we need this how much we need this how, how much we need change how much we need single payer health care right um and, and so that's a really beautiful thing absolutely I mean, you, that's um, very exciting right it's very exciting i get not this we're going to remain positive but i do i went online this morning of like how do i get my absentee ballot how, how are we going to be voting in that primary in new york i'm i'm sure i know other states are really delaying them till the summer that is an incredibly important thing to do you guys yeah. um we need to make sure that we know how this is going to go down because if we can't go to these voting polls, then how are we going to get that man out of office? <laughs> no, we have to. That, that is something that I'm again, I don't want to go into this stuff because it can get scary. But we do have to make sure that we are exercising our rights as American citizens, even during this crisis. We're not babies. You know, right. Don't fall into baby mode where you just want, you know, mommy and daddy to take care of you. We still have to, you know, we have to stand up. We're still we're grown adults. We have rights and we have to keep exercising our rights and fighting for those rights because we're also in a difficult position where um, things could turn either way. Right. So that bad people can take advantage of our situation or we can all step up and together and make a lot of fucking noise mm -hmm. right now. And mm -hmm. I'm excited about that prospect. I really want to get people energized about making noise. Mm -hmm. Um Another thing, too, about like what you're saying about seeing family and connecting to friends and all that stuff, it's it's uh, this is all connected. Right. So it's like we're seeing how it's important it is to have family and be more connected to your family. But we're also seeing how important it is in us, as a society to be linked that we whether we like it or not, we are linked to each other. And that um, if we can start moving away from this sort of rugged individualism, right, where we're mm -hmm. all it's like every man for himself and we start moving more toward community again, uh, that is a really positive change. Mm -hmm. I know that, again, that scares people because people think about like capitalism is all about kind of like dog eat dog. Um, but if we work together, things are just easier. You right. know, everyone's life is easier. You can have people taking care of your kids or what, you know, I'm always, uh, always pushing that notion of like how we shouldn't <laughs> be raising kids in like in isolation the way that we do. Cause it's just not fair to parents to mm -hmm. like expect them to be able to do everything by themselves. Cause it's not normal. But if we all start moving toward a more societal, you know, focus and less individual individualism, I think that that will be good. Mm -hmm. That would be a good move. And also, I think for America right now, we're needing the world's help. We're all in this together at this point. And I mean, as long as we stay on track and... and <laughs> Don't call it the Chinese virus. For God's yeah. Sake. Oh get over that. God, get over that. That is the most disgusting thing it's I've ever heard in my life. Horrifying. And that is the president. I'm going to say, anyway, I'm not going to get mad about that right now. Because, no, but just um, say it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah. Out there. Do not say that. That's not a. No. Um, but it's it's the world is coming together. We're going to have to come together. And I think that is 
again, I've never, never seen that in my lifetime. (laughs) No, definitely not in mine. We, we, you know, we've been spending, that's one thing too, that's really troublesome about our particular president right now is that he's so all about um, his whole platform. He ran on America first. Right, right. And that's the thing that makes, that's not going to apply anymore. Right. You know, and that's the thing about the vaccination is that it kind of feels like a moon race all of a sudden, which is not, it's not a bad thing. We need a vaccine Mm -hmm. and we need it now. But I can see him, he's turning it into a competition of, you know, totally. and that's, that's gross, it's, but it's gross and it's in, in, in human, it's inhumane. It's yes. insane. But yes. I think that I'm going to try to stay again. I'm just focusing on the, there's so many bad Pots. things. Yes. Let's, we're going to try positive. So I've been doing a lot of research on uh, this, the what they call the Spanish flu, which I think we're not supposed to call it anymore. Uh, so it's also now it's known as the flu of 1918. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. the flu pandemic that happened that we're all comparing this to. And in that case, the flu came. It was pretty bad. And then it went away in the summer like they're expecting it to happen here. And then it came back with a vengeance when it got cold again and that's when it really took out a lot of the people so we do have to be kind of wary that like if it does start to if this starts to go away in the summer it could still come back but one thing that is kind of optimistic about where we're at right now versus where they were at in 1918 was that they did vaccines did not even exist in 1918 mm-hmm. and through that thing. you know i mean a lot of people died but they did get through it and um we have so many more science scientists and there's so much more science around vaccinations and around treatments. We've got much more information than we've ever had about the human body and about viruses. And we have everybody working around the clock trying to get things going. So um, we just you never know, like something really might come through. Uh, sooner rather than later, which would be great. And I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. It's probably going to be a little while. But I do think that there is something to be excited, you know, having holding out some hope for some of those things. Well, um, also, all the anti-vaxxers out there. Like, don't you oh God. think that they're... But, no, really, don't you but think that they're going to be... Yeah, but I, I think I'm excited that they're going to all of a sudden realize that, oh, wait a minute, maybe these in, these vaccinations that scientists work their whole lives to discover and and help you know large communities of people save lives uh maybe it's a really good thing and and me not that i was ever an anti-vaxxer but for years i never got the the flu shot just because i was lazy right. <laughs> you know truth be told the last several years i've been getting one because i'm around so many cute little babies but um but i i will never take a flu shot for granted again i really won't yeah. and i think i'm hopeful going forward that other people will feel the same way yeah you know no i think and also like we've been um Moving away from science for so long as a country, not us individually, but just generally, there's a lot of people like the flat earthers and the anti-vaxxers and anti-vaxxers tend to be on the left and the flat earthers tend to be on the right. So it's hitting every you know political spectrum. And I think after something like this, all you can do is start to have faith again in science, which is great. Right. Right. You know? Well, I was reading um, they're hoping the uh, funding for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the reestablishment of the National Security Council doctorate, dic- no, directorate, directorate, that's a word, um, of global health security and biodefense. So all these things are actually getting, you know, we're, they're under a microscope now and we're all saying, wait a minute, we need to really be funding these programs that Absolutely. our administration got rid of. Um, yeah. So no, it's, and it's, it's, but it's great. Things are important. Yeah. Right. And also, if we can also, the, one of the things that I remember hearing years ago is they would talk about how one of the problems that the United States is facing is crumbling infrastructure. And this was yes. like... 
this was yes. like seven or eight years ago, people were talking about this. And the problem was politicians never want to talk about it because it's not very glamorous. People would rather like lean into some of these more like hot topics like abortion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's boring when someone's like, we really need to fix the streets, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we do. I mean, I think that like what we're learning is like we can't we can't forget about those those kinds of um, things that we need fixed in our country too. Another thing that was really has been kind of exciting about this, and people probably seen this on Facebook and stuff. And if you have kids, you definitely are experiencing it right now. (laughs) But we're also giving a lot more attention to how important it is to have teachers and like we should be paying our teachers much more. And same with our healthcare workers and nurses and things like people should be getting compensated for what they're doing in these jobs because it is like they are the on the front line they're the, right now. They're the backbone of, of our country. Society. And our society. society. You know, right. that's the thing. I ventured to the grocery store as I know everybody has been going and it's it's kind of a terrifying thing to go, especially when I have, you know, two seven-year-olds at home. But there were so many workers stocking the shelves, you know, the, the people delivering the food, the cashier, the person checking my ID because all the wine I bought. Those mm-hmm. people, it, it just made me feel like those people are the true heroes right now that those people who are making sure that we are being fed. I heard that um, the daily podcast that I'm obsessed with um, has been covering, you know, obviously the coronavirus, um, but specifically in New York City. And there was one episode where they talked about boar's head meat and how they have never, ever in the history of their company delivered meat on Sundays. It's just Mm. they just do not do that. And so but people are not starving, but they are in need of food. And um, boar's head started delivering meats on Sunday because people need food. (laughs) And I just think uh, it's a very beautiful thing. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think that we uh, just have to take a lot of us that are minimum wage workers, this this idea that we've been fighting to raise the minimum wage, it's like, fuck everybody for not right. raising it. Right. Fuck you guys. Right. And fuck you guys right. for saying, like, well, they don't deserve it. Just you, Now do they deserve, you know, right. they're now the do people they deserve that are it. making your life work right now. Right. You know? And right. then also the teachers and stuff. Somebody had posted something about this. And I thought this was kind of genius. And I don't mean to be an instigator, but, you know, I do mean to be an instigator. <laughs> <laughs> but there's uh, some very little talk. I wish it was more going around about how... Um, Teachers, if they want to get paid more and have more attention put onto the uh, educational system, which as they should, they should, uh, they need to strike immediately after this thing is over. Mm. We're not doing this. You guys see how hard our jobs are now. We're not coming back to work to do this for you guys until we get paid fairly and treated fairly. Mm -hmm. And so that as a teacher, I don't have to work at a bar to supplement my income. That's Mm -hmm. fucking insane. That is insane. That we've let it come to that. Right. So I'm, I mean, I, again, I think that I am, I am instigating a little bit because I do think we, this isn't going to just happen overnight. We all have to like be fighting for these things a little bit, but the, the, it's so exciting what could potentially be coming out of this. Mm -hmm. Another exciting thing is the environment stuff. Yes. Dolphins. Oh, (laughs) are actually, I was watching videos of this. Dolphins have returned fish news. No, it's not. It is. It just came out that those dolphins are from a different, they're not from the. Damn it. Well, the fish, there's fish though. There's, they have been. I think there are fish. I've been the. Yes, I know. And there was a whole article about how that kind of fake news, it's like fake good news is almost a double bummer because then people get real bummed out about it. But don't be bummed because I'll tell you the things that are true and that do feel good. So if you read, because I got excited about that too, but um, the water in the canal in Venice, Uh I know. 
The water in the canals in Venice are much clearer now that nobody's been using it. There definitely is a lot of um, uh, proof that the CO2 levels and the air pollution have gone down in all of these big cities, New York City, China, all over China, all over Italy. That's huge. And it's not I'm not saying it that um, they're going to come back up once we go back to work. But if we can demonstrate very clearly that humans are causing uh, global warming, which is such a clear demonstration of that. Mm hmm then we can try to mobilize people to like do something about this. Right. And even more so right now with nobody being on the roads, I was reading that traffic, um, you know, has eased for emergency situations. So obviously, you know, as we prepare for what's about to come, possibly um, the roads are clear so the ambulances can get to where they need to go. That's that's, that's nice. (laughs) And like you were saying earlier, to tie back to what you were saying earlier about people working from home and stuff, if we have less cars on the roads just generally, then that's less CO2 emissions. If people are learning that um, they don't have to fly to these work meetings and they can do work meetings on Zoom instead, then that cuts down on air travel. And air travel is one of the number one issues with CO2 emissions emissions. So, I mean, even if we didn't, like, even if we didn't focus on environmental stuff after this, in theory, there could be some ways in which it gets cuts back anyway. But th- that being said, there is some fear amongst environmentalists that uh, this now with the virus, it's going to push uh, environmental issues way down the rung because people mm. are going to be so worried about the economy. So I think, again, as a community, we just have to start saying like, hey, we don't want things to go back the way they were, where you're like controlling, like not paying us enough and not, you know, and we're putting our money into coal manufacturing or something right. when it should be going to other things. And we don't want to go back to the way it was. We want our, to be living in a healthier environment. And also one of the reasons why we have this virus in the first place is because of environmental destruction. Mm-hmm. So um, th- that it's again, it's we're all tied in. It's all tied in. It's right. all one thing. You're but, all connected. But you're so right, though, is that after this is all over, we have to keep our eye on the prize. You know, we have to all remember. I mean, we will remember this, but we have to stay focused and vote for the people that are that have climate change at, you know, close to their heart that, um you and know. have these quote unquote socialist ideas. Socialist. Yes. Yes. Or whatever. Because yes. I think that that is the only way we're going to be able to actually come out of this in a, in a, in a good way. You know, there's, there are, and I hate to, this is dramatic, but it's true. There are like evil forces that want to use this as a way to number one, make money from all of us. Mm-hmm. Number two, to control us as a country, the DOJ, um, Department of Justice, we, ju- we just found out that they have been trying to get, um, they've been trying to get uh, the, the, you know, some people have been trying to get it so that the United States uh, Americans, we, if they want, they want to cut back our constitutional rights during this crisis. That is horrific. You should be, that should scare you more than the actual virus. Mm-hmm. That really should scare you more than the virus. Because uh, if we take, if they take away our constitutional rights, then we're in some sort of like a, then we have like King Trump. Right. Basically. Martial law. Yep. Right. Any of that stuff. And right. it's not necessary. We don't they don't need to take away our constitutional right. rights for this. No, there's not important. Right. We should still be having our um, voting. Again, we have the Internet. There's somebody should be putting energy into finding a way that we can vote. And p- probably people are. Again, right. innovation. Right? right. We need to be putting um, energy into fi- figuring out ways to vote remotely that is safe and not hackable or whatever, mm-hmm. even if it's mail and I mean, whatever it has to be. Um but we need to be spending a lot of time thinking about that right now because it's the 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 um, election is coming and we need to be 
able to vote. And if this thing does come back in the winter, we'll be back in our houses in November. So we have to make sure we know how to do that. So, you know, if you know people that innovate stuff, tell them to do the right thing. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Oh, my God. Well, and again, um, I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to motivate everybody to stay active and um, participate in our society because everybody we all need each other. Mm hmm. Well, this is switching complete gears to something completely different. Because of the virus, there's all these incredible articles coming out, like what this one I read on The Cut. Have you read this article? I highly, mm -hmm. I highly recommend you guys. There's an article that came out last week, what it's like to isolate with your girlfriend and her boyfriend. So it's a polyamorous, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. it's a polyamorous um, uh, relationship. And basically it's breaking down. Um, one of the guys is a comedian. So, but he's just talking about how he lives in New York and he was visiting his girlfriend who lives in New Jersey, who lives with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now he, he was, fearful of returning to New York. And so he's now living with <laughs> his girlfriend and her boyfriend. And mm -hmm. but from what I gather from this article, I mean, just how different everyone is and how different everyone, uh, their experiences are, and that we should not judge anyone's relationships or but also oh, do what you want. personally, I'm just so glad I am not in a polyamorous relationship right now stuck with um, my partner and their partner. Like no, for me. No. I have, a, um, I have a, a polyamorous roommate and she was saying, she's like, I'm monogamous right now. I'm like, great. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun seeing kind of how, you know, people are handling relationships. I mean, personally, my sex drive has just dropped. I mean, I, 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 I've been masturbating a little bit, but uh, not, not so much. But as soon as these doors are open, we're allowed to go back into society. I'm going to fuck everybody yo <laughs> i cannot okay. wait that's all right that's silver Settle line, silver line. <laughs> <laughs> bang everybody oh my god I'm yeah so no i'm definitely like i'm definitely worried about my loneliness factor that's gonna creep in but right now i'm doing great i've been really busy uh just doing what i need to do mm -hmm. yeah at uh, adamandeve.com uh, that's right yeah. everybody is it <laughs> I think they're still shipping. I don't know. We'll find out. They definitely are. And I mean, really, 50% off with our promo code. You, you cannot go wrong with that. And I do think that now is a very good time. You know, we we both were in the service industry. We both, you know, I, I am very fortunate I'm able to edit some podcasts for my production company that I work for. But I was let go at my hotel job the other day, which great. They did fire 110 employees and cut their health care benefits. So that's fun. But everybody's doing everybody's doing it. Um, yeah, which is again, why we need to vote. But and I just so you know, on my end, I've lost all of my jobs, right? I have zero jobs, right. I had three that I was doing. And now I have nothing. So and, it, and I'm not complaining, because everybody's in the same boat. Um, but that leads us to what we'd like to ask of you. And we're not going to ask for money. Mm -mm. No, because who has it these days? All we're asking is please help spread the gospel of the whores. You know, as you know, we're in the band reform tours. All of our stuff is online. We have it on YouTube, Spotify. We have two albums on iTunes. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram. And dude, I just joined Marco Polo and I'm fucking loving that shit. Yeah, um, I saw. Yeah, I've been on that, but I don't. You have? Oh, OK. Well, great. I'll follow you. Um, but anyway, we're just asking people to just just share our stuff. We've worked yeah. very hard for 10 years and we just really want to get, you know, 
get our more eyeballs and more ears on our stuff. And also that goes for the podcast too. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please, please, please tell your friends. Everybody's looking for stuff to do right now and stuff to listen to. So any chance you get, if you can just mention us um, along with whatever else you're listening you know, to your friends, uh, please rate and review us if you haven't already. That also really helps us out a lot. Um, and then if you have any extra money or you're so inclined, we are on Patreon. Uh, and Patreon is a place where you can um, – have a monthly subscription to us and we have a new podcast that we're putting it's like a mini pod that's just about positive stuff going on right now just a fun one that we do have just for patrons only so if you are interested in hearing that then you can join us on patreon we also have some other fun goodies i might be able to get to a a mailbox if I need to <laughs> send out some stuff. We'll figure that out. Don't worry about that part. But the rest <laughs> of it, we have a lot of stuff online and um, and we'll be streaming live streams and stuff like that. So there'll be some fun things going on over there too. Yeah. I mean, that's another silver lining is that it's made us get more creative. We've had to figure out how to continue you know, doing our band and doing our podcast. Um, when I left New York, I thought I was going to be gone for just two days. So I didn't bring any of my audio equipment with me. And, you know, I spent... She just like formula... She just put this mic together with a tin can and like a, yeah, a wire. I whittled, I whittled this just, thing together. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> the Oreos needed. So yeah. I don't know. It's just... I, I feel like I'm learning so much. I've been watching tons of videos on audio engineering. I've learned how to do the podcast remotely right now. Um, I just, this is a really exciting time. And I think as long as we stay indoors, you know, wash, stay wash, wash our hands. If you do go yeah. to the grocery, we have to eat. So you have to go to the grocery store. Um, Don't go to your friend's house. And I know a lot of you might be hearing this from places where things aren't as bad. I don't know what it's like in Nashville. Maybe people are still not in panic mode but i'm telling you from the eye of the hurricane it you really need to stay inside mm-hmm. you really really don't go to your friend's house don't hang out with friends to do the zoom remotely whoever you know if you live with people obviously that's fine but don't don't have people over don't go out and hang around don't go visit elderly family members no. or whatever it's really not this is very serious just stay inside I love so many people are saying this but it's like our grandparents were asked to go to war and we're asked to sit on the couch so do it. let's just do it. It's yeah. and and while Take you're doing it, or something. <laughs> what'd you say? Take a meditating or something. Oh yeah, girl. Good. But yeah, but while you're inside, you know, show show you know your boyfriend or girls poop to music video or you know send uh, an email to one of your friends in Wisconsin with a link to uh, difficult women and also please email us. I mean. We, we would love to hear from you guys. Difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. And if you're not already, you can please, 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 please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at either Reform Tours or Difficult Women Podcast. Please, we'd love to have more followers on both those platforms. You know what? I was thinking about the the Reform Tours uh, Facebook one. If you're not following us there, please follow us there because we're at like 9,777 people right now. And I just want to get to 10,000 so bad. If, I could, if we could get that, I'd be very happy. Yes, love that. we'd get that silver lining out of this yeah. 10,000 followers. But That's also, we're almost at 5,000 on Instagram. So, uh Come on over to Instagram, you please, Instagram too. Twitter. You know, we're we're really we're really trying here. <laughs> we're yes. Help us help us help, help you. Help help, help us help me help you. <laughs> yes. No, this is an exciting time and we're we're so very fortunate and lucky to be in places that we are and you know, for those of you that are not 
in uh, fortunate places like we are. We love you. And, you know, I don't know. I, and I have an idea. If you want to send us an email and you're not sure, you're like, oh, it'd be nice to send an email, but what do I write about? We'd love to get emails from everybody just saying, and this is a good practice for everybody to do every single day anyway, but um, send us an email for everything you're grateful for right now. Yeah. We'd love to see what people are grateful for right now. So um, let us know. That sounds I'm great. for you, Marie. I'm and for the internet. I'm so grateful for you, Katie. You make me smile. <laughs> and this is I my biggest there were so many things weighing on me, but one of my biggest concerns was making sure that we can continue doing this podcast because I love talking to you each week. You make me, you know, a better person. So Yay, you make me, me educate myself on all all things <laughs> like the virus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We'll check back in with you guys next week. Um, let us know if there's anything else you want to hear us talk about, too. We'll talk about other non-virus things too as we go forward yes of course and if there's any medical professionals out there we'd love to hear how you guys are doing and how if there's any way we can support i think my mom and i are actually going to start sewing some masks (laughs) i was thinking about doing that too i don't know if i've got all the things but i'm going to take a look yeah so you know this is the time to step up in your community and and do what you can do and you know us whores we're doing what we can so we love you and uh signing out (laughs) be safe wash your hands okay Bye. Bye. Break it down, Marie. Take it, Katie.